This episode will be all about the Chinese cryptocurrency DCEP and the current rumors about it. What do we know so far and why do I think that it's an actual threat to our economical and political system? Have fun! Welcome to The Blockchain Lawyer, a podcast on technology and law. Dennis Hilleman is an accomplished lawyer with over 13 years of experience and a passion for creating a better future through blockchain technology, cryptocurrency, and other disruptive innovations. All statements expressed in this podcast are the opinions of the host and his guests only and are in no way legal or financial advice. And now, here is your host, Dennis. What's up, everyone? Welcome to a new episode of A Blockchain Lawyer. It's October the 31st of 2019, Halloween, and I'm glad you tuned in. My name is Dan Silliman, and today we've got a topic that could actually sound like horror for a lot of people if it comes true. And that topic is how China could dominate the world in the future with its own digital currency. And it is, I've chosen that after the last episode, which was already about China's new policies on blockchain. If you haven't listen to that, go and check it out. It's episode 14 on China's new blockchain policy and the world race about policy making, because we are in that race. And we are in a race also when it comes to digital currency. And guys, I fear China is way ahead of us and it could totally be a game changer for all of us, but especially for the US and the US dollar. As I've mentioned before, there's a lot of discussion about Libra, Facebook's Libra. And you know that Libra is struggling very much with lawmakers, especially from the US, to persuade them that they should allow Libra and that they should make laws that would allow Facebook's Libra to launch and uh, blossom. If you, haven't li- if you don't know what Facebook's Libra is, go check out my episode 10 on Libra. I'm sure you'll learn a lot. And just a couple of days ago, David Marcus, who's the head of Lipa Association, he said in the next five years, the US needed to have an answer to China's ambitions concerning blockchain and to China's ambitions concerning its own digital currency, which we will focus on today. Because otherwise, that's what he says, China's digital currency, is, which, runs on a, which will run on a controlled blockchain, could rewire the entire world. And he underlined something that I think is, despite, of course, his own strategy, his own agenda to make Libra work, he underlines something. At this point in the world, the US dollar is the leading currency, which means that everything is handled basically in US dollar in the end. And this makes it possible for the US to actually have sanctions on people and countries. We all know about the US sanctions against Russia. We know about the US sanctions against Iran and against Syria. So and if that and these sanctions hurt countries, they hurt people, they hurt they hurt um, people, uh, politicians that the US wants to target, they hurt them because they can't move their money, because everything is basically based on the US dollar in the end. But if China launches a digital currency that takes over the world more and more, and I'll tell you how this might happen, then the U.S. power with money, with the U.S. power, which comes from the power of a dollar, it could swindle. It could go down. 
And if that happens, the whole political system, and not only to and not to mention the economical systems of the world, could actually change because if the US doesn't control the dollar anymore, if the US doesn't control the flow of money worldwide anymore in the end, and therefore can't make sanctions against countries and people to put them under pressure, then that is a game changer for the whole world. And you can say this might be a horror scenario. This is what could actually happen if digital currencies come into lead in the future. And if not the US and if not Europe come up with the digital currencies, but if China comes up with that, with its digital currency and takes over the world by it. So this topic that we're talking about today is from my point of view, heavily important for the whole world. So basically, let's make a little recap on what happened. A couple of days ago, the Chinese president, Xi Jinping, he, made a, he gave a speech and underlined the importance of blockchain for the country and for its economy, and therefore asking political and economical leaders to boost the technology. And as I already underlined in my last episode, China is way ahead on blockchain technology and innovations. So this message from a political leader also means that China will boom with blockchain in the future. And you can see that already like the Chinese coins like NEO, they totally went up after that announcement and gained a lot of, gained a lot of value. So people are believing that China will put a lot of pressure on the blockchain economy and will want to play the major role in the world in that. So, and after that speech, China passed a law, a cryptography law that I talked about also in my last episode, which will make um, it easier for the economy and for researchers to adopt blockchain in their field, in their work, in their products and services. So China is really laying the ground for a big uh, blockchain economy in its home country. And the idea of a Chinese digital currency is not new. It was already out quickly after Facebook launched its Libra plans. And it seemed like China wanted to counter Libra with this, their, its own cryptocurrency. But now we're having more deals on it. And the details say that China is far more ahead when we all thought. Because um, an official of the China International Economic Exchange Center he made a remark about a digital currency or electronic payment system, DCEP. That's as at this point, that is the name of the currency um, that is like distributed all over the media. That the Chinese currency, uh, central bank currency, would be called um, DCEP. I don't think that's actually true in the end because this stands for digital currency or electronic payment system. DCEP, but we'll go with DCEP for this episode. So basically, what's going on? The Chinese media says that the Chinese digital currency DCEP has not only been starting to be um, developed and uh, be put onto the market after Facebook uh, pro talked about Libra, no. It claims, the Chinese media claim that the Chinese digital currency has been in development for five years already. For the five years already. And it seems, and that is the big news, it seems close to launch. At least that's what Chinese media claim. It's not about that it comes out in two or three years, but it could come out next year. 
and probably even before Libra. So that is the that is actually the situation that we are facing now and where we must discuss. And if you put that into perspective, that the Chinese parliament has cleared the way for the digital currency with the new cryptography law, then these reports make sense because it could mean that the central bank could actually launch now, as it has the legal framework, the digital currency. And of course, if we talk about the digital currency from China, the DC, um, uh, EP, the DCEP, Digital Currency or Electronic Payment System, then we must be aware that, of course, this Chinese project is so totally different from all the other cryptocurrencies out there and from its Western competitors. China underlines that this cryptocurrency will not be a competitor for Bitcoin, um, as some of you might know, like the Bitcoin trading and everything, the altcoin trading is banned from China, but China, actually Chinese are very big in Bitcoins nonetheless and they play a huge role on the market movements. But I don't think that's actually the truth. And actually, I think the most important thing for China is to counter Facebook's ambitions, but also to counter European or even US ambitions to put the dollar or the euro on the blockchain and, give every, and be the head start of it, be the first one to implement it. And if we look on the background of it, if we look on the environment of this digital currency, then we all know something. And that is that the government, the central banks and regulators are loyal to the Chinese leaders. So if, they, if the Chinese leaders decide we need a digital currency, there will be a digital currency. And so there will be, won't be any hearings as in the US uh, with a Facebook cryptocurrency Libra. Um, if, a, if on the official side, the test of a separate cryptocurrency has been done and after successful completion of its impl implementation had been decided, then all institutions in China will pull together. That, imagine you would run out a digital euro in Europe. How long would it take with all the member states involved, with all the banks involved, with the economy involved, with the people involved? with a parliament's voting on the idea of a digital currency, how long this will all take? This will not happen in China. If the leaders say, we need a digital currency, if a central bank says, we have developed it, it's working fine, then the digital currency will be rolled out and it will be implemented in the Chinese economic system from one day to the other with full force and full impact. And from my point of view, everyone dealing then with China on a major level, and we all know that the big companies of the Western, be it the US internet companies like Apple, regardless of how difficult it is to get into the market, be it European companies, like the car companies, like a company like Volkswagen, they need the Chinese market because the Chinese market is damn important. It's growing, it's full of people, who have more and more money, who want, who want nice cars, who want good education for good clothes, good stuff for their children. So there's a lot of money to be spent in China. And if that money is in the future spent with a digital currency because China, the Chinese leaders and the Chinese central banks enforce the economic players in its country to use that digital currency, then also European and also US companies will work with this digital currency. That is what is going to be happening. 
And just imagine that you will be forced, most likely, if you want to do business in China, to also accept the digital crypto, uh, the digital cryptocurrency run by the Chinese bank. And if you accept that in China, why shouldn't you then use it also in the Western world? Why shouldn't it find by this its way into the Western world? I don't see a reason for it because at some point you will have to exchange this currency at least now, uh, for now into real cash. So into real cash meaning fiat money into US dollars or euro. So we see that this currency that comes out can have a large impact on the Western economy as well. And I also put that into the perspective that regardless of digital currencies, the importance of the dollar is already swindling against the Chinese yuan. You know that how hard um, Trump is fighting for a trade deal also because of that. So what we are seeing is that we could have a total game changer here, not only because of the actual already existing economical developments, but also now because of China diving deep into the cryptocurrency um, element and, and running the world perhaps in future of it on a Chinese digital cryptocurrency which is a, which will be available worldwide on apps without any bigger problems. So you see we're actually facing something huge here. China however an alliance that there is no competition meant for the Bitcoin. The Chinese digital currency should initially be used as a means of payment uh, similar to Facebook's Libra. The digital means of payment depends on the analog mother. It is similar to Tether or other stable coins tied directly to the dollar or the euro. The Bitcoin could, of course, also be used as a means of payment, but not. Uh, but of course, that is something that China does not want within its home countries. And whether state cryptocurrency could have a positive impact on the Bitcoin price is, of course, currently not in sight. Um, I don't think actually that a Chinese cryptocurrency run by the central bank could lead to um, like a mass adaption of Bitcoin as well. So I think that in some way, we got, even if you think of the initial idea of the Bitcoin compared to stable coins, I don't think that the, China, that, uh, the Chinese uh, digital currency will have any positive impact on the Bitcoin. And of course, so how, how, how will it work this Chinese uh, uh, controlled cryptocurrency? Let's face it, um, you know what I always tell you about um, the blockchain, the elements of a blockchain, that it's neutral, that it's decentralized, that it's transparent. And of course, with the Chinese digital cryptocurrency, you will not have these elements. The cryptocurrency that China will launch will not be a decentralized blockchain system, as we have with the Ethereum, as we have with Bitcoin, as we even have with other uh, cryptocurrencies like the uh, Miota or anything. It will not be transparent, it will not be neutral, uh, neutral. it will be controlled, centralized by the uh, digital, uh, by the central bank of China and therefore be totally under the control of the Chinese government. So what I'm telling you are, from my understanding, news from the Chinese media. So they're probably a bit more like rumor because you know that the Chinese media mainly only report what the Chinese government allows. But nonetheless, this is not yet totally official. So we shouldn't, we should stay focused and be cautious about the news nonetheless. But so far we know, we know or we are told that 
government selected institutions will run the blockchain and the blockchain of a digital currency will have two tiers. One of them connected is to all banks in the country and the second one is connected uh, or connects the banks to the retailers. So you see this blockchain system with two tiers is a classic centralized control system and is far from what uh, Satoshi Nakamoto and his followers originally imagined for cryptocurrencies to be. So China is of course doing its thing and running a centralized controlled cryptocurrency, which makes of course sense for the Chinese system. Of course, it is yet unclear how the digital currency will work, but what is clear is that it will be very much and very quickly accepted by the population. And originally it will be elementary to change the existing app payment systems from the common currency yuan to the new Chinese digital currency. So what we will have is in China, like you, like for example, in Europe too now, you pay with a national currency. For example, if I order a pizza online here in Germany, I pay with the euro and the payment is processed via a third party, for example, via my bank, via PayPal. And it doesn't work much different in China. The, uh, the payment is processed, for example, via a Chinese provider, via a Chinese bank. But with a digital uh, currency, this will change. The payment will then be processed, not via the yuan, but via the digital currency. For example, if I want to order a, a pizza in Beijing, then if a digital currency is out, I probably can't pay anymore in yuan, in the national currency, the national analog currency, the national fiat currency. What probably will happen is that you will be pay well, you will be forced to pay in the digital currency. And this will, of course, lead to quick mass adoption because then you can make the whole online payment system, the whole retail system in China that, work, that runs online, you can make them, you can force them to use the new digital currency. Meaning you have from one day to the other, you have from one day to the other a total mass adoption of the digital currency. And imagine that over 1 billion Chinese pay in the digital new currency from one day to the other. Of course, with some little technical developments and difficulties at the beginning, which will probably nonetheless la uh, last a few months until there's total mass adoptions. But we're not talking about years. We're not talking about long debates, long discussion about long procedures for banks to uh, accept the new digital currency, they will be forced to do so. And that is why we will have huge mass adoption of said cryptocurrency very fast. So now you can say, okay, will this put the yuan useless? And of course not. I mean, you will probably be able to pay with a yuan, for example, if you go into a bakery. Um, but also for a report say that even that might change because there is a report that says payments will also be able to be done with the new crypto uh, new cryptocurrency from china without having an internet connection by just putting your mobile phones against each other and imagine that you pay you put into your mobile phone i want to pay the receiver of this 10 
DCEP, 10 DCEP, 10 units of the new cryptocurrency. And then you put your phone against the phone of somebody else, or of course, like shops will probably have an electronic system that you put it against. And then the digital money is transferred. If that, it's, it's, I think it's pretty similar for like, for example, how Apple, Apple Pay works. And if that comes, the yuan, the analog money, will further and further lose importance. And more and more money transactions, more and more payments will be flooded into the new digital currency. And in a long-term scenario then, the Chinese governments will probably want to absolutely um, get rid of the yuan because of course a digital currency has so many more advantages because you know, you will know what every citizen paid for. Now with a yuan bill, with fiat money, they can buy things without the government being able to control it. But if everybody is forced to use a digital currency and any data of transaction will be stored on the centralized blockchain, then the Chinese government will be able, possible able, at least that's my imagination, if that's where we want to go, will be possible able to track any payment with its currency worldwide they will be able to know what is going on with their money. They will have full control over their money. And I think that is a very big threat for freedom in China, regardless of what you think of the whole system. If the, if the government knows any payment you do, it will be very difficult for anyone who's against the, uh, against the Chinese system to work against it because even the most revolutionary people have to pay bread and butter. So the digital currency could not only lead to a huge impact of the Chinese government, of the Chinese economic system, of the, and the economic system worldwide, with a dollar going down in importance. It could also lead to even greater control from the Chinese government over the people. So you see, if you took put these two major points onto effect, then a digital national currency for China makes total, total sense. And another thing, um, the new digital money is to replace the central bank money stock. Um, it refers to the cash flow and the excess reserves of commercial banks uh, at the central banks. From a digital currency, China hopes for better money circulations and more internet internationalizations. That's what I said at the beginning. If European and US, country, uh, US companies are forced to use the digital money of China, then of course this money will flood into the Western world as well and will perhaps even be available for us to buy things. And, to, and of course Alibaba then can offer their services and their goods here in Europe too. And you probably then can pay that easily via the new DCEP currency. So you see the, how, how easily it might, or how, how easy, how quick this new digital currency could even come into your smartphone, into your financial transactions. I think this is the horror scenario that is um, pro probably very appropriate to talk about as it is Halloween today. So how China will distribute the new currency is yet unclear. 
But there's a Forbes article um, that says that the central bank plans to distribute the currency initially to about eight institutions. Eight institutions including uh, state-owned banks as well as private companies such as Tencent and Alibaba, the big players. And after the first distribution, the new digital money will find its way into the economic cycle. The central bank has ambitious plans in um, addition to 1.3 billion Chinese. The digital currency can also be um, traded abroad. It can be traded worldwide and can, as I say, have a huge impact on European and US economies as well. What China will also possibly do is like it will offer public institutions and companies the possibility to exchange their yuan money, their yuan bank accounts into the new digital currency because it will be cheaper, it will be faster to process and probably like the regulations will be a little bit easier um, because China can then track anyhow any transaction so we don't need so many regulations. So probably for saving money and for having even better access to the Chinese market, a lot of European and US companies will embrace the new digital currency. And this is of course a risk also that the digital currency will spread worldwide in a very fast way. So when you say, how does it work technically? Can the new cryptocurrency actually handle so many transactions? Facebook's Libra, for example, is estimated to handle only 1,000 transactions per second. And if you think that alone 1.3 billion Chinese would, new, uh, would use the new digital currency, that is a valid question. However, there are already media reports out there that state that the Chinese cryptocurrency could handle up to 300 transactions per second. Per second. 300 transactions. What would be 300 times the number of transactions possible on the Libra blockchain. What a huge success story that would actually be for China if that is true. So as if you're asking me, what should we do? I basically think there's nothing we can. China will launch this digital currency and China will implement it in its national economy. And if we want to do trading with China, if we and our economy is absolutely dependent on trades with China, the US economy is, the European economy is. If we still want to do trades with China, our, our companies will have to accept the new cryptocurrency. We can't say that our companies aren't allowed to do that. It will not work. So I think the only thing that we should be actually looking into is that we actually put the dollar and the euro on the blockchain as well and where we do it quickly. Of course, we have got a democratic process and we shouldn't forgive, uh, forget and we shouldn't abandon this democratic process. And it will take more time than the Chinese government will need to implement the digital currency in China. But if we don't start by it now, if we don't do it seriously now, if we stay in only strategy papers and a lot of discussion and if we worry about Facebook Libra while China is actually launching something so much bigger than Libra, then we are running out of time. And I, and I personally think that only if we put our current fiat currencies on the blockchain, if we get a e-euro as well, an electronic euro as well, which offers far better 
conditions when the Chinese government does with its cryptocurrency, which is which will help to develop an economy based on cryptocurrencies, which will come from my point of view. You know, I'm very persuaded from the blockchain economy. If we do that as well, then we can keep up. But this must be done now. We can't start in two years when China has already launched the digital currency. And I think this is what must get into our heads and what we must all see. We are facing huge changes with cryptocurrencies. We are facing new changes which, which Satoshi Nakamoto thought would, be become, would become by eliminating the middleman, by making the importance of banks much smaller, by having a decentralized solutions. And that's all fine. Also, that could happen. But I think the real revolution comes through countries that adopt cryptocurrencies and use cryptocurrency and blockchain for their benefits and for their ambitions. And China is doing that. And if we want to keep up, we must be doing this as well. And that's what I want you to, to want you to do. If you go out to people out there, tell them we must change our ways in discussing about blockchain. We must embrace the technology. We must make the laws and the policies necessary to run even an electronic euro. Because if we don't do that, China will do it. And possibly perhaps even Facebook will do it with Libra. And state-controlled currencies, which are from my point necessary for a social community to run well for a democratic state, but our state-controlled currencies, they will lose so much importance in the future. And I think, if because I believe in democracy, I believe in our state system, I think this is a scary thought, which is probably quite suited for Halloween. So nonetheless, I hope you enjoyed this episode and you took something away from it and you can talk now about the Chinese cryptocurrency and that you will tune in again for the next episode of the Blockchain Lawyer. And hey, if you happen to be in Hamburg on November 4th, then you might want to come. I'll give a speech at the Hanseatic Blockchain Institute here at 7 p.m. Uh, you can go and check it out online or contact me on LinkedIn. I'll give you the address. And the speech will be about if the German constitution is able to handle blockchain. So I think this will be a great thing. And perhaps somebody who is listening to this will come there. I'd like to see you there. And otherwise, let me know. Send me an email. Write me on LinkedIn. And let me know what you would like to hear on this uh, podcast. Uh, what you would like me to talk about. I'm always glad for any suggestions uh, from the audience. So have fun and thank you for listening. If you want to learn more about Dennis, please visit his website, theblockchain.lawyer, or connect with him on LinkedIn or Twitter. Until next time, everyone. 